Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 30th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. So in this series, I taught on having fellowship with God, and now I'm teaching on having fellowship with man, and and both are required. We, we are called and commanded to have fellowship with God and also with man, and our love for God and our love for man, when it's on display, we become the men, the women that we're called and destined to be, right? So this is part 61 of the overall series. And the title of today's message is Perfection on Display Inside of the Imperfect. Perfection, God's perfection can actually be on display inside of the imperfect, which is us. So before I get into this, I have to tell you that I believe this is one of the most important messages I've ever taught. I've been doing this for over 21 years. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm just met, I'm, I'm trying to process, I'm going to share the message, right? But I'm still processing it. I'm, I'm sure I'll still be talking about this tomorrow. But anyway, I'm going to attempt to communicate it the way that the Lord gave it to me. So what I want us to do is go to two statements that Jesus made in, in the gospel according to St. John. We're going to read these two statements. And these are things Jesus said. And then we're going to get into what it is that God gave me for you this morning. You ready? So these are the two statements. In John 13, verses 34 and 35, Jesus said, okay, he says, so now I am giving you a new commandment. He's talking to his disciples and he's saying, I am giving you a new commandment. Basically all the law, all the prophets were summed up in Jesus. He came to deliver us from um, the law of Moses. We're no longer under the Mosaic law, but now we're under the law of love. He says, I'm going to give you a new commandment. What's that new commandment? He says, love each other. Watch this. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other for your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples, that love, my love in you when it's on display between yourselves, when you and another human can love each other the way that I love you, then you're going to prove to the world that you are my disciples. They're going to see something in you that they don't see anywhere else. They're going to see something in you that they only see when they come to me. I will be on display in you when you love each other the same way I have loved you. In John 15 and 12, he said, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way that I have loved you. I'm talking about perfection being on display inside of the imperfect. So what does this mean to you today? Like I told you, this is a very important message. I have five things to share with you. So as I attempt to share it, to communicate with you what God gave me, I want you now to tune in to what God is saying. Focus in, open up your heart to receive. Five things. Here we go. Number one, God is perfect. I'm going to paint a picture for you. God is perfect and we are not. Our perfect God is willing to deal with imperfect people and he does this simply because he loves us. God has no ulterior motive. He's doing it for no other reason. There is no selfishness in God. God goes out of his way to deal with us despite our imperfections simply because he loves us. That's it. God is love. Okay. Number two, God is perfect and we are not. So if our perfect God is going to deal with us as imperfect people, then he has to make concessions for our imperfections. And this is where grace comes in. By grace, God treats us as if we were perfect, even though we are clearly not. <laughs> so thank God for his grace. This is why God's grace is amazing. He's treating us 
as if we are perfect, even though we are clearly not. The Bible says that Jesus actually presents us without fault, without blemish, even though we obviously have faults and blemishes, right? Number three, the relationship between God and man is complicated. And it's not complicated because of God, it's complicated because of us. He's perfect, he's holy, he's flawless. So we're not. <laughs> so because people are complicated, then the relationship gets complicated. Our imperfections often make it difficult for us to have meaningful and lasting relationships. But since God is holy and he's perfect and he's willing to look past our faults and our flaws and our failures in order to have a committed and meaningful relationship with us, then we're able to have that relationship. Really is because of the strength of his love that our relationship can be everlasting and enduring. And God's only motivation is his love. He loves us. That's it. He is tirelessly committed to us and to the plans that he made for us before the world began simply because he loves us. And then us on the other side, right? So you, here you have a God that's tirelessly committed to us simply because he loves us. On the other side is us. And it often takes us a long time to believe that love, right? Because I mean, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Why would God want to use me like that? I mean, why would God want to do that with me? Like, who am I? You know, all the stuff that I've done. And so it takes us, because we're imperfect, often a long time to believe the love. It takes us a long time to embrace the love. It takes us a long time to open up our hearts to God's plans and to finally get to the point where now I believe it enough that I'm going to pursue them by faith. It's not that faith is about you convincing God. No, 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 no. Faith is about God convincing you. Faith is what happens when you get convinced of God. You're not trying to convince God. When you get convinced of God, of the plans that he made for you before the world began, and you start living the life that he planned, and you're like, well, I'm going to do this. I'm not doing this because I'm good enough. I'm not doing this because I'm perfect. I'm not doing this because, because I, of my goodness. I'm doing this because of his goodness. And so I'm going to pursue the life that he called me to. And he's called me to this life, even though I'm not perfect. None of this happens because we're so good. All of this happens because God is so good. And God took the time and went out of his way to convince us of his goodness and of the plans that he made for us before the world began. So in the end, if we do become the men, the women that God has called us to be, in the end, if we do leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased, in the end, if we do change the world, we will have nothing to boast about because we know that it wasn't us. It wasn't because of our goodness. It will, it will only be because of his goodness. So if we are going to boast, then our boast must be in our God. Amen. Number four, we are the creation. God is the creator. We are imperfect. God is perfect. So when we come to God and we accept Jesus as Lord, here I am, I'm imperfect. He's perfect. God comes and he lives inside of us. He takes up residence inside of us in the person of the Holy Spirit. So God then, after he's inside of us, after his perfection is inside of our imperfection, so the perfect is inside of imperfection at that point. God then takes the time to work with us so that we can die, right? Or die to self or basically get out of the way enough for the Holy Spirit to be seen in us. So God works with us day by day after we're born again to get us to the point where our desires are actually his desires, to get us to the point where our will is actually his will to get us to the point where our actions are actually his actions being 
performed through us as a human conduit. At this point, we become human conduits of the divine. At this point, we become earthly reflections of heaven. At this point, we start living as Jesus is in this world. First John 4 and 17, and this is the goal of our fellowship with God, right? Number five, and finally, now I'm going to close fellowship with God. It's hard enough to get to that point. Now let's deal with imperfect people dealing with imperfect people. Number five, and finally, while it is hard enough for an imperfect person to have a meaningful relationship with the perfect God, God takes it a step further. After we open up our hearts to God's love and we believe in a God who loves us despite our imperfection, God then requires us to love others the same way he loves us. <laughs> so, I mean, think about that for a minute. This is a wow moment. Once, when we finally get to the point where we open up our heart to God's love and we have a meaningful relationship with our God and, and where we know we're imperfect, that he's perfect, he then says, okay, now I want you to do for other people what I'm doing for you. I want you to love other people the same way I love you. And, and, and so God wants us as imperfect people to love other imperfect people the same way he loves us. And this is not a suggestion. It's not a good idea. It is a commandment. We are commanded, John 13 and 35, John 15 and 12. We are commanded to embrace God's love, to embrace his perfection, and to then reflect that to others in this world. Jesus basically said that when an imperfect person comes to you and they can experience in you the same thing, they experience when they go to God, then that person is going to know that you're a disciple. That person, how do, how do we prove to the world that we're disciples of God? When somebody can come to me and experience in me the same thing they experience when they go to God. When they go to God, they get perfection. They get holiness. They get love. When they come to me and they experience the same thing that they experienced when they went to God, then that person is going to know that I'm a disciple. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples. When you can love others the same way that I love you, when people come to you and they actually wind up encountering God, when they come to you, then at that person, they at that moment, they're going to know that you are a disciple, that you are a follower of God, that you are a child of the most high God, that the same God that they're dealing with in their prayer closet is, is the same God that's inside of you when they talk to you in the office. And they go, wow, that dude right there, that lady right there, they're a child of God. Why? Because I, the same God that I experienced at home in my prayer closet or the same God that I experienced at church at the altar is the same God that I experienced when I talked to such and such. And that's why I know that that person is a disciple of God because I see in them the same thing I see in God. And that is the goal. When God's perfection is on display inside of us, although we are imperfect, we are called and commanded to live this way. I pray that I was able to communicate it the way that God gave it to me. This may be a message you have to watch more than once. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice now and say what God told me to say. You ready? Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for your goodness. You are perfect. Outside of you, I am not. You placed your perfection inside of me in the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is perfect. And he is the personification of love. Now, the goal is for me to die enough, to get out of the way enough for the Holy Spirit to be seen, felt, and experienced through me. 
I declare that I get to that point. I died to me and you live through me. I died to selfishness so your love can be seen in me. I died to my imperfections so your perfection can be on display. And as I allow your spirit to live in me and with me and through me, I am able to love others the same way you love me. When people come in contact with me, they will come in contact with you. When an imperfect person comes to me, they may expect imperfection because I'm human. But what they will see is your perfection on display. They will encounter the same thing they encounter when they go to you. They will see Jesus in me because I will love them the same way you love me. Now, I don't do this in my humanity because my humanity is flawed. I do this in my divinity. I am a human conduit of the divine. Your love is on display in me and through me every day. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply this and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, I pray that you open up your heart to these messages, that you come on a daily basis to watch this live or to receive this. Go to todaysword.org and click on the subscribe button and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. And so listen, thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. This is a very important message, probably one of the most important messages I've ever shared. I pray that you let this kind of meditate this word. This may be something, like I said, you have to watch this video more than once. Get this down in your heart and then go live as Jesus is in this world. Do me a favor. You know this message is important. So please share this right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina, subscribe to the channel, hit the little bell so you get a notification when I post a, a video. So listen, walk into this day and be love in this world. God bless you.